What's up, friends, and welcome to another episode of Elevate and Thrive. And if you're anything like me, in the summertime, you find that all of a sudden you're having more adventures and getting some more travel in than you had before. And so today I have Dr. Angela here. Hello, what's up? And we are talking about travel tips for you to stay healthy that you can use in the summertime. You can use these all year round, but they're fresh off the press, and we want you to feel your absolute best as you're getting out there and exploring the world. Yeah. So summer, I mean, I feel like is especially challenging because most of us go off of our routine in some way, right? So usually kids are out of school, you've got lots of plans, and you're having fun. And so diet might go out the window a little bit. And then traveling can be challenging because, again, you know, food isn't the same, right? Just don't have your normal routines. Yeah, your normal routines are off. And, And then, of course, the more we're out in the world, the more exposure we have to different things that we don't necessarily, you know, want. Travel can also be stressful as much as it's fun. That's a very good point. You, you bring up kids. A lot of times travel with kids is that oh. like type two fun where it's like kind of fun in the moment, <laughs> but then it's like fun memories later. It's like that was really fun, but like the actual experience was like work. I mean, that's Disney, right? I'm, go- I'm going to Disney at the end of, the, of August. It's an adult trip, though. I'm just going with, okay, so I'm so fan. Not your child. Not my children. There will be a child there that's not mine. Yeah, that's the best way. I think this is the best way to go to Disney because last time I took the kids to Disney, it was, it was definitely, I mean, it was amazing, but it was definitely, there was some type two fun. So travel can be stressful, right? With the kids or even without, especially if you're doing international travel or anything like that. Yeah, you're out of your routine. You're in different environments. You're exposed to stuff. Your sleep gets disrupted. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's huge, right? I mean, we were just talking about, we'll talk a little further, that if you have less sleep, actually, there is less melatonin. There's less actually growth hormone release, too, with less sleep. So that can impact you and drag you down. So we're going to give you six travel hacks that you can use. This summer, winter, fall, spring, whenever you travel, these are six killers that you can think about in order to maintain and sustain your health and to have a dang good time. Yeah. Because you're feeling your best. (laughs) So number one's a basic. Very basic, super important. Super important and easy to neglect. What is it? Hydration. 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 Yeah. Kind of boring, right? Yeah. Like the basics are oftentimes are boring. Yeah. But that, but so powerful. So powerful. Yeah. Foundations. Yeah. So, so I would say, I mean, most adults are like at least 84 ounces a day. And a lot of times, some of that water needs to be paired with electrolytes. It's a good idea, at least on hot days. I just had a conversation with a good friend of mine who got back from Mexico and day three of constant drinking, partying, clubbing. He hit a wall and went into like heat stroke, basically like organ failure was going to set in. He needed like a <laughs> cold shower, had to sleep for like six hours in the afternoon and like smash some quesadillas down and go back to sleep, sleep and stuff all night. And he, I was like, well, how much water did you drink in those three, right. first three days in Mexico? 90 degrees, drinking tequila in the morning. He's zero. Is no, he... he's like, I didn't drink any water oh, for three straight days. Right. Too it, much fun. Too much fun, right? So that is an example of when you're in a place and you're having fun and you're doing stuff, it can be really hard to remember to drink water. But that's where you gotta, like, you gotta figure out the water solution. Absolutely. I would say it's probably, it's probably number one. I mean. And then on the flip side, when you're traveling, when you're going to a place, there's some interesting stuff. The last time I took a trip, you were, you were again reminding me about hydration 
and you were talking about the airplane. It's incredible. Yeah, it's super fascinating. So now, of course, I'm blanking on the neurologist's name, but a well-known neurologist who did some really interesting studies about travel on a plane. And he measured his brain volume with, a, with an MRI before he got on a plane. This effect basically seems to take effect after more than an hour of travel on a plane. So at the when he got off the plane, he did another brain MRI and noticed that his brain, like the the volume in the brain casing had significantly shrunk. And so so he started manipulating hydration. So he landed on three liters of, of having to drink three liters of water before he ever got on the plane three liters of water while he was on the plane and then three liters once he got off the plane. So that his brain maintained normal volume. To me, that's incredible. Like, I mean, one, we know planes are dehydrated, dehydrating, right? That air is super dry. But I mean, nobody drinks that amount of water. <laughs> that would require <laughs> tremendous amount of work. And I just, I mean, just like an incredible bladder control as well. Well, sure. Can you imagine going to be in the plane bathroom quite a bit. Yeah. But even if you could just start getting, maybe you drink a liter of water, which is pretty doable, right? Most people can pound a liter like in an hour before they get on a plane. And then you have a liter while you take a liter with you on the plane. And then when you get off. Yeah, this would be, I think this is a, this is the, this is the argument for a big water bottle, a bigger water bottle that you could take with. Or knowing having a water bottle that's say maybe forty ounces or whatever that you know you need to drink two of those prior to the plane and maybe you drink you fill that up you drink one while you're on the plane and then when you get off you drink a couple more so the the challenge with smaller water containers like a small water bottle or a small travel water container or those little cups of water that they give you it's just so it's, it's so small you can never get the volume of water that you really should be getting so you need a bigger water bottle or a known water bottle size so you just can kind of have a goal that you're shooting for yeah i need two of these before one on two after and that would be great i mean that's a great starting place i love it and when you're in mexico or whatever you get i mean you might not have your normal water bottle because you can't really take it with you or it's harder but get but the you big get, water bottles yeah get the big ones and then you just carry that thing around with carry you. it around yeah absolutely this last time we were in mexico we got jugs and jugs and jugs of water and so many of the big water bottles and put them in the fridge and had them ready to go because it was so hot yeah. you know and you just you have to make it easy to drink a lot of water. So tip number one, stay hydrated, quench that thirst, and drink you when you're not thirsty. Because if you're thirsty, that means you've already gone too long without drinking. Absolutely. All right, next up, let's talk about gut health. Because I know that's something I keep talking about Mexico because I love it. But uh, <laughs> this can happen on any trip. And, you know, gastrointestinal distress, kind of getting your just, oh, man, whether you can't go to the bathroom or you feel like you're going to the bathroom too much. All of those things very, very common when we travel. Yeah, just especially to other countries. I mean, there's just even the the normal everyday bacteria that is on food and just in your environment is going to be different than where your home is. And so even if it's not what we would call pathogenic or bad, it can still disrupt your system significantly. So probiotics are a great equalizer. So essentially, they are good bacteria that it's really fascinating. If you're having loose stool from something, they'll firm everything up. If you're constipated because you're traveling, it actually will move things along. So it's it's kind of, it's a win-win either way. Like you're not going to go wrong if you just take some with you, you know, put it in your, put it in your bag, you know, take a good quality with you. You know, most people don't realize that they can take those out of the fridge 
like a lot of the ones that say stay refrigerated, they will live for 30 days outside of the refrigerator. So you could just take them with you, you know, and then have like your gut ready support with you. And you're not trying in some random country, even here in the U.S., like you're trying to find some supplement place that probably isn't going to exist. You know, it's be very hard to find things like this in other countries or even other places. Yeah, even places in like, the U.S. Yeah, totally. But it can be just and it's a pain to go out and make a trip. We're trying to find some health store and they're going to have it. So, yeah, just take it with you. It's good. So probiotics, tip number two, probiotics, they're your pails. Bring them with will help with that happy gut health. Okay. Next up is another way that you can supplement and buffer your immune system, your energy, all that stuff. And that, of course, is vitamins. Yes. So so first, maybe let's talk about the heavy hitters, like the IV vitamins. So I have some people who are getting ready to go to Europe for a few weeks. And and they always, they're like, I always get sick. Anytime I travel for a long time, I just, I always pick something up. So we're going to do some super high-dose IV vitamin C treatments like a couple of like two to three of them before they go just to really bolster that immune system you know and help their body you know give their give their body a lot of resources so i would encourage that if you're going to travel and you know you're going to be gone for a while i would say let's let's give you like the ultra vitamin you know boost before you go highest recommendation if you're going to do anything big any kind of travel anything like that I even think if you know you're going into even just like a weekend, a long weekend away, whatever, the the IV high dose vitamin C or, or there's many different types of, of IV types of different IV bags we can put together for you that are kind of customized maybe to what experience you're going to be having or what you want. I'm a big fan, of course, of the NAD and yeah, glutathione and really getting that thing juiced as possible. That will not only just help you from a energy standpoint, from a vitality standpoint, from a mental clarity standpoint, from your ability to have more fun, stay up later, push harder, all that kind of stuff. You just, it also makes your system more resilient, right? So you can fight stuff off and just decreases that, that likelihood that you're going to get sick, right? It doesn't eliminate it, but it def- you definitely, you know, you're stocking your body up with all the good stuff that it needs. So it's highest, highly, highly recommend before any big trip. And then on the flip side, when you get back, that's an, that's that one-two punch, especially if you've gone to a foreign country, you've gone to some place where you got a lot of exposure, you know, again, just traveling, all that stuff. And if you know you're a person who tends to get sick when they travel, then for sure you should be utilizing this as a way to help your system have everything it needs to fight any off any bad invaders. Yeah, and recover once you get back. And as you mentioned, it doesn't have to be all about immune system. It could be energy too. Like we really can push your energy before you leave totally yeah because coming sometimes those those long flights you know where you're in, in the air traveling for 18 15 18 20 22 24 hours they just so whack you out right and the iv actually can, can help quite a bit with helping to normalize that along with some other supplements that we'll talk yeah. about as well but that's a great place to start well and one of the things i want to mention also from that same neurologist he also checked his glutathione levels before and after and glutathione is one, uh, it is the strongest antioxidant, anti, or I should say, one of the strand, strongest antioxidants that we make in our bodies. And it gets depleted very quickly. And his guess, which I'm sure there are probably other factors, was, you know, is radiation that comes through the plane. And, and basically, you know, we get zapped by radiation when we fly. I mean, it's just one of the things that happens and it pulls our stores. And so, he started supplementing with glutathione. And what I would do here, what we've done is like do IV glutathione I, before you go. I, 
Yeah, it's fantastic. It feels so good. The brain loves it. And so I would recommend, yeah, IV glutathione before you go. And then if you feel inclined, take some glutathione with you or just load up on it, you know, orally before you go too. But yeah, if you can sneak a little in your travel stuff, that's always great. And then other immune support that most people know about is is like vitamin C. Fantastic. I know there's limited amounts of things that you can actually take with you, right? Yeah, so, you, you know, as, as much as this is sounding a little bit now, like, we'll just grab all the stuff right. and see your cover, bring everything with. You know, you, you have to be selective. But if you have room or if you can put together a little daily kit or daily pack, mm-hmm. or sometimes this would be an example where you could even get like a little pack, a little kind of a kit that has a series of prepackaged vitamins that are real easy to bring with. Really easy to make that yourself, though, as well, with just your own stuff. But it's good to have some of these things on hand. And it, even if you don't bring anything with, if you could get in to get an IV, just get juiced up on the IV before you go. And when you get back, that will do so much for you. Yes, absolutely get in. Yeah, we'll, we'll get you in. Another thing, and this is so that's tip number three, is around IV nutrient therapy, glutathione, and bringing some select multivitamin vitamins with you. Tip number four, this is this is kind of, again, around how do we make portability and convenience of our supplements or our base kind of body support foods? How do we make that easy? And one way to do that is with... Greens powders. Yeah. Yeah. Green powder drink, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. We have one we love here from Bite Fuel that's called Detox Greens, and that's a phenomenal supplement. There's lots out there. Popular one that people know about, Athletic Greens. There's all, all different kinds, but essentially... Typically, they're a combination of, of superfoods that have been dehydrated down, like flash frozen, dehydrated down type of deal. And you can mix them with water. Very easy to bring a pouch of that with and hey, take a scoop and put it in some of that water that you're having every day. And it's excellent for getting some of those antioxidant nutrients into the system. You know, actually, this is something I've done for a long time. I always bring my grains with me. And I think it's just something I used to. I have a habit of doing it. And so, and I, the times that I noticed where I didn't bring it, I missed it. It's like my body was like, hello, where's my, where's my morning greens? I'd like some, please. So, so I don't know. I mean, to me, sometimes getting vegetables while you're traveling is sometimes a little difficult. It's very difficult. Yeah. And like most people, when they're traveling and they're having fun, they're not pushing like, oh, please give me a large plate of collard greens, please, you know, in addition to my fun hamburger and my fries. I will take the side raw spinach. Right. (laughs) One pound, please. Exactly. Usually not. It's very challenging. I mean, to be honest, it's transparent. It's very challenging just while you're home to be getting the quantity of vegetables. It is. Oh, God. As ideal or recommended and that nutritionally we can benefit from. So a greens powder is a really powerful way that you can help make sure you're getting some of these micronutrients while you're traveling and also while you're at home, but certainly while you're traveling. Yeah. Take it with you. It's well worth the space. And it's another helps. It helps also get you to drink more water. Right? There you so go. It's quite a, with enhanced. Right. There you go. All right. So that's number four. Number five. Number five is, this is basically, again, I think a foundational piece that a lot of people get, but it's easy to, if you don't pre-plan, it's easy to miss the boat on that. And this is healthy snacks, right? So the kinds of snacks that you want to bring with that are going to help get you through making poor decisions or choices you don't really want and making food choices that you feel like you have to because you're so hungry. This is where a healthy snack, quality protein bars, high quality, say like chomps, like a, like a turkey jerky or beef jerky, high quality I'm talking here, hormone-free, really good. This is where these types of things, organic nuts and seeds, can really be a benefit. 
You know, I have to say, Dr. Annie Armstrong, when we took our recent trip to San Diego for a business conference, like she saved me. Like she she was on top of it and had all of our protein bars. And like when we got there, we had had like we started early. We just had kind of a long day and I started crashing a little bit, which is kind of weird for me because usually that doesn't happen. And she was like, Shoo. she just like busted out the protein bar. She's like, here you go. It's like, oh, dang, look at you. You were prepared right on. So it's the greatest feeling in the world when you reach your and you have something in it's in your bag, especially when you're just because, again, a lot of times when you're traveling, you know, things don't always go according to plan. Sometimes you can find yourself in a place where you're super, super hungry. There are no food options. There yeah. is nothing to eat, whether you're in between or you're just traveling. And if you have stocked up ahead of time on stuff that you can go ahead and just eat that you know is great for you, not only is it a win for your for your body, but it, it can just your energy, your mood, all that kind of stuff. You can really save the day. It's yeah, it's fantastic. I like I mean, there's definitely certain protein bars. I really like kind of the minimal, the, you know, the ingredient ones. And now I'm forgetting the name of like them. But like bar style. Exactly. Yeah, those are fantastic. And then like little packages of nuts are really good. And like you're saying, like the chop bar, like I think those those kind of cover it. I feel like protein is really good. Protein's the key. It, the other thing yeah. I would throw in there, and this is maybe a more, you're a little bit more hardcore to do this, but I also have taken to packing my protein powder with me when I take, when I go on trips, because oftentimes I'll find that breakfast is, you know, depending on where you're staying, if you're an Airbnb, you might have facility, like stuff to cook, but if you're at like a hotel or whatever, they might have like a continental breakfast or they might have a breakfast option. But a lot of times, you know, you don't want an indulgent breakfast every day. So I'll bring, I'll bring my protein powder and a shaker and I will just shake myself up a protein, quick little simple, you know, protein with some ice and water, protein shake in the morning. And that, that also can save the day. I mean, it just gives your body a great little like sustenance, a little start so that depending on what happens with food, you're not in a pickle or a pinch and you're not always having to have something indulgent if that's like your only option. I love it. Do you just, do you have like a specialized, it's not like a Tupperware container. Do you have like a little bag, like a zip bag just, or something? Or? Sometimes I just take the whole bag. You just do the whole thing. It, <laughs> into a Ziploc bag. Oh, the whole, the whole thing? Bag, oh my God. Bag. Yeah. The it whole... just depends on how long it's going to be. Otherwise, oh, I'll, yeah. otherwise I'll just measure out the scoops into a Ziploc yeah. and I'll just bring a shaker. No, that's a good it. idea. Yes. And now if I'm at an Airbnb, I won't even bring the shaker because they'll, I'll double check and make sure they have a blender because almost every Airbnb will have a blender. And then in that case, from an Airbnb, with the blender, I might pick up some frozen fruit and then I can actually make myself a really tasty smoothie. Maybe get some frozen mango or, you know, some kind of frozen fruit blend, proteinized frozen fruit. It's all you need. Yeah. And then you have your side of green drink. You get that healthy breakfast. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know you're going to have a good drink. You know your trip's going to be fun when you start your day that way. <laughs> As opposed to like you're at the hotel, like continental breakfast. Yeah, slamming them, you know. Yeah. Like sausage. Yeah, lumberjack yeah. pancake right. stack. Yeah, you know, and yeah. A bunch of maple syrup and then yeah. you're riding the sugar high and two, you know, two hours later you're crashed out, comb right. toast, or you just like eat your breakfast and you need to go back to bed. Exactly. it's just like too much bacon and sausage. <laughs> too much French toast. So healthy snacks can save you on a trip. Lastly, tip number six, back to again a foundational focus is movement. Yeah. So, I mean, this, I feel like can be sometimes a little, sometimes it's hard, you know, when people are traveling. I know there have been times when I've taken my running shoes with me and then they end up sitting in my suitcase. (laughs) I used to be hardcore. Like I'd be taking car, like, you know, car trips or whatever, these Airbnb trips, local trips. And I'd pack I'd pack like a 54 pound kettlebell. Oh, Sometimes I'd pack multiple kettlebells. Uh Like I'd like bring a gym. 
and he'll just <laughs> sit in the car the entire time, you know, never used it one time, brought it like 10 times, never used it once. <laughs> so running shoes, running shoes though, I think are a good one because they are, they are, yeah. they typically don't take up a ton of space. And if you are inclined to use them or you have a window to use them, you can run anywhere. And that's what's great about running shoes. Or walking. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There are a lot of times that I did or I have used them. You know, I think I was just going to say that if you can, you know, move in some way, like if you could just get in a good, you know, walking, but maybe you're doing that anyway. Maybe your 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 trip is walking. Maybe you know? maybe it's not. I mean, yeah. sometimes there's a lot, you know, sometimes just depending on the nature of the trip, sometimes you're just just sitting around a lot or sometimes you're in cars or trains or on planes or automobiles, you know, moving, traveling between place and place. And then when you get to a place, it's like, I don't really, I just want to relax now. That's true. So I think having some kind of a movement goal or a daily process is great. Like, so that could be steps mm -hmm. that could be even just if, if you're on a seven day trip and you get two workouts in on that seven day trip, that's phenomenal. That's a great success. If you're in a hotel that has a hotel gym, you know, you could start with like get a couple little workouts in, micro workouts. You know, this isn't where I think you need to be looking to PR, or like set a new record for yourself or whatever, but anything helps. Keep your body moving, keep your energy up, you know, helps you reset. If you're having a lot of fun and, you know, eating a lot of foods that you don't normally eat, and maybe you're drinking more than you normally drink and your sleep maybe is a little disruptive, a workout can be such a powerful reset. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if you have access to a gym, I think it's fantastic at the hotel. Or what I've done now that I'm doing CrossFit, I really like when I'm going somewhere. If I can find a CrossFit when I'm there, then, that you know, fun. yeah, yeah, just to see like something different, you know. You can also do simple, basic workouts. There's a ton on YouTube, Google, wherever. The basic, the most basic that I love is you can do something just like five push-ups, whether those are strict or on your knees or whatever, five variations of a push-up you can do, 10 air squats. 15 sit-ups you know you can just repeat that That's three true. or five times you can just do that in any room requires no space or you could just do 100 air squats whatever these little types of things i know it sounds silly it's like well what's the point of that it actually helps it actually it helps oh yeah and i know that when i'm gone if i'm gone for a week or even five days and i haven't been to the gym like i feel like i definitely notice it when i come back it's like I can tell that I have not worked out for five days, you yeah. know? You feel so good about yourself, like what you accomplished. Like, I worked out on vacation. Yeah, right. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. And it is amazing. So you get, you get to put that notch in your belt. You know, you get that award, participation award that really does matter. Yeah, it feels good. You're a winner. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> you got something in. So there you go, folks. Those are six tips that you can use when you're traveling to kind of keep yourself feeling your best, help your body reset, deal with any unforeseen challenges, help fend off any unwanted bacterial or biological invaders, and really maximize the fun and enjoyment and have a great time when you come back as well, right? Because you don't want to go have a bunch of fun, come back and get sick. So utilize these six tips. And if you know you have a big trip coming up. Come in. Yeah, come in. Come see us. We'll hook you up to the IV. We'll get you the glutathione. Yeah. We can put together a customized bag for you. I was going to say, I'll bring in some little, you know, like snack pack. Like, so. Yeah. <laughs> your shopping list. Yeah. <laughs> Send you out with some probiotics. Greens. Yeah. We have the greens, probiotics, vitamin C, yeah. glutathione. We got you covered. All right, friends. We'll have a great time out there traveling, and we will look to catch you on the next show. Bye.